D. Class enjoyed by Jabron. <laughs> uh, parlay pounder. You got it. We're back. Oh my! And what a fabulous time of year. Yes. We got the holidays, Christmas, New Year's, Kwanzaa, football, 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 football. and football. We got bowl season. <laughs> NFL is getting down to the nitty gritty. It is. And you know, we got to remind people we got a YouTube channel as well. We do. It's getting some traction. There's some fun videos there for sure. And those shorts, we're having a lot of fun with the YouTube shorts. No doubt about Kinda it. Like the Facebook Reels or something. Yep. Everybody's got their way. Yep. Uh, but let's start with Thursday night, right? Okay. NFL action, Cowboys versus the Titans. That's a 7 o'clock, 7.15 kickoff on Amazon. Yeah. Streaming. You got to know that by now. And what a goofy game here. The home team is a dog by 12 points. What in the world is going on? Yeah, Andy, with quarterback Ryan Tannehill being ruled out for the rest of the season, there isn't much of a reason to like the Titans. Yeah. After all, they just lost to the worst team in football last week, and now they face the (laughs) Cowboys team that just defeated the Eagles. Without Jalen Hurts, obviously, but it's still the Eagles. But there's no denying that the momentum is on Dallas' side. Right. Titans rookie Malik Willis looks, I don't know, one of the worst rookie quarterbacks that's got a shot uh-huh. this year. Obviously, uh-huh. they got to give him his you know due time just yeah. because he's a rookie and everything. Yep. But um, I I hate saying this, but I do like the Cowboys at minus twelve right now. Yeah. Uh, I would like that to be a little more yeah. around ten. But if I had to lean away, it would be definitely towards the Cowboys, kind of coming yeah. in there and blowing this team out. That's kind of where I'm at with it, too. Dallas, uh, I mean, they're in the playoffs, but they can still uh, do some jockeying for position. Tennessee, on the other hand, this is a weird spot for them because this game doesn't matter at all. At all. Uh, But if they win next week versus the Jaguars, yes. That, then they could still make the playoffs. For sure. That's their so, only path. Yeah, they, they, they still got to fight. They still got to fight and chance to be in this you know, playoff run and all that kind of stuff. Yes. I just think the air is kind of out of the building with them. Cowboys are mm-hmm. rolling. I think the Cowboys kind of finally figured out mm-hmm. their one-two punch with uh, Pollard and Zeke. Yeah, yeah. And obviously CD's playing his best uh, football good. of the year. So I, I really like the Cowboys uh, at minus 12. Yeah, uh, and if I had to lean, I would too. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with Tennessee is so banged up. You mentioned yeah. Tannehill. I just looked at. I'm looking at their uh, injury report. It's full. They got 30 players. 30 players. Yep. They almost make up two thirds of an active roster yeah. on the injury report. It, and yeah. Part of that's by design. Uh, this is a oh, throwaway sure. game. This doesn't mean anything. Yep. They're they're all gearing up, trying to get healthy for next week, and just that desperation. Uh, AFC tr- South matchup. Right, yep. right. So if I had a lean, it would have to be at the Cowboys as well. What do you think of that 39-and-a-half? I, I really like it, Andy, uh, going over on that, just because I think the Cowboys might score about 35 to 38 points by themselves. Yeah. So if uh, the Titans can chip in with a field goal or a couple touchdowns there, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to go over. I see this going about Cowboys 38, <laughs> Titans 17. Yeah, uh, Cowboys they do appear like they hit another gear with their offense. Yeah. Dak is back, and they're they're leaning on their strengths. Uh, For sure. Zeke and Pollard are getting a lot of carries now. So One, I don't two. Know, yep, I don't know what took so long, but it looks like they found something. <laughs> All right, let's uh, head, let's talk some more Thursday football. Yeah. Let's get into the college ranks here. Okay. And, I mean, this is the bowl game. I mean, if you're not talking national championship, I think everyone's talking about the Cheez-It Bowl, right? 
You know I am. I love <laughs> cheese. It's so, yeah. And two, you know, uh, big names in this game, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Oklahoma, Florida State, down in Orlando, Florida. 4.30, yep. like you said, on Thursday. Yep. Uh, Florida State opens up at a 9.5-point favorite with that yeah. over-under all the way up at 64.5. And, a half. Uh, and uh, I, I kind of like that over because that's what we've been seeing in these bowl games, and these are two crazy. prolific offenses. Yeah. Oklahoma, after they played Nebraska, something happened. Yeah. I think it was the Nebraska curse. Yeah. Or some, it had to have been, right? It, yeah, they, they beat Nebraska, <laughs> put a whole bunch of points on them, and then it seemed like they couldn't just score enough to get right. over some of the even you know lesser Big 12 schools. So it was bizarre. It, it's been a bizarre you know, uh, year for them, but they're still in a bowl against a yeah. very good yep. Florida State team. Florida State's offense has although been firing in all cylinders yes, over its five-game winning streak. Yep. Uh, the Seminoles have averaged over 43-and-a-half points over that stretch, yeah. finishing above 40 on four of those occasions, Andy. So yeah. I really like Florida State in this one. I, I see this going sailing way over that over. Yeah. I got Florida State yep. 42, Oklahoma 24. I'll tell you what, we agree on that one. I like Florida State. I like them in a big way. They're 8-4 and four against the spread. Oklahoma's 4-8. Yeah. ATS, no doubt. And I, I think their last five games they've just been just terrible. Yeah, again, yeah, four and one against the spread. Last five games have been Florida State at two and seven. Yeah. over the last nine games for Oklahoma. Once again, they're putting too much stock in that name brand. Yeah, uh, I and maybe and, the Big Twelve. Yeah. They kind of got roughed up at the end. And, and don't get me wrong, Oklahoma's going to be able to score points here. Yeah. And I think it's going to be, like I said, 21 to 30 points, somewhere in that range. But they are going to fall off at some point, not being able to yeah. keep up with that dynamic offense of Florida State. So take that over is the best play. Florida State, uh, nine, and, nine a half. and a half is probably going to happen as well. Probably, but man, that's a lot. Of, that's uh, a lot I of agree. points, especially I, the over is the play. The, the over is the play. Okay, all right. I'll I'll sign off on the over. <laughs> all right, let's talk about another uh, yeah. Thursday, the nightcap here. This is yeah. an eight o'clock kickoff on ESPN, the Alamo Bowl, Texas versus the Washington Huskies, and I believe the Huskies here are a three point dog. Yeah, and I, I think this is probably correct, Andy. Uh, the Longhorns kind of, you know, was a little bit of a defense dominator, yeah. you know, coming down the stretch, just allowing 21 points per game and about 350 yards. Washington, on the other hand, uh, allows 28 points and 390 yards, right around 400 range. So uh, I think the Longhorns do have the edge here. They have a strong run defense. Um, I, I think Texas gets it done here, 31 27. And the game's played in Texas. Yes. You know, so I mean, there's going to be a, a lot of burnt orange in those stands. There's going to be, it's, and it's going to be a, uh, yeah, a pseudo home game, basically. For sure. For Texas. I don't know if Washington travels all that well. They're guessing not. Even some of their home games when there's not a lot going on, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not impressed. Um, but give it uh, give it up for the Huskies. Though. Yep. They did go ten and two this year, seven to five against the spread. For sure, Longhorns eight and four. Their defense did get better down the stretch here. Um, and a lot of these models, score predictors, this yep. and that, that you know, they're just crunching numbers. You're just throwing it into a computer you program are. and spinning it out. They actually have the Huskies winning here by a point and a half. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not saying they can't. I'm just giving the edge to Texas. My actual best bet of this game, Andy, is that under. I think it's going to sail way under that so. 68 points. Um, the Longhorns defense has held top teams like Alabama and TCU to less than 20 points. Okay, There's no way that Texas is going to 
you know, make up for 48 points on their side of the ball. I don't believe so. So my best bet of this game is going under that 68 points, and uh, I think that's a pretty good lock. <sighs> for once, I might agree with you on that, uh, but I don't know. Texas, they've just been a kick in the pants for me, yeah. uh, and I swear to God, their their coaching staff listens to our program. <laughs> they figure out which way I'm leaning, yeah. and, if and, they, I'm, and if I'm betting on Texas, they're like, all right, we're going to take Wednesday and Thursday practice off. Yep. Guys, don't worry about shorts, yeah. yep, shorts shells, <laughs> and, and guys, if you want to show up later, just not do any lifting or treatment don't worry about it guys <laughs> don't worry about it you know, take the game off yeah, yeah yeah but when they're 12 point dogs and i'm like ha, and, and then yeah, yeah then they like win all yep. hands on deck so, no doubt uh within that same th- train of thought let's go over our hits and misses yeah. of last week and a couple of fun games here that we disagreed on for sure uh let's give you the limelight first here and yeah. that's the jaguars jacksonville jaguars it was a pick em game yeah. at kickoff uh versus the jets they end up winning that 19 to 3 on the road in new york and pretty much everything you said, Zach Wilson being the quarterback, the, yeah. the troops not playing for him, he got benched, and they basically uh, set him down for the rest of the year. Exactly. Uh, no. Just it, an ugly game, but that's how Jacksonville does it. No, that's the way it was. They, like I said, they came into this game, Trevor Lawrence is on a high, you yep. know, passing the ball very well, not turning it over, yep. and that's exactly what needed to happen for them to win that game and have their playoff hopes still uh, alive, like we just yeah. talked about earlier in the yep. in in like the, you said about the Jets, they don't really know what they want to do with that second year quarterback. No. Nobody really gets better from year two Ugh. to three, so yeah. um, they might be out on Zach Wilson in you New know, York. And everyone was talking so you know highly on Coach Sala for the Jets, yeah. and boy, that's really wore off. It really has. You he, know? <laughs> he kept his receipts, and I think people kept their receipts oh, on man. him as well. Oh man. So, yep, you, you got that one wrong. And in my defense, I just thought, you know. The home team. The home team. It's in a New York. In New York. And Bad weather. Jets still had something to play for, for at sure. that time. For sure, they did. Um, and it had to, I just thought, something has to give for Jacksonville. And not yet. Not yet. Not yet, anyway. It can happen, but they're, not yet. They're still looking good. All right, let's talk about one that another one we disagreed on, and that yeah. was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You were high on the Bucks. I'm like, no, 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 no. The home team cards, they yeah. can cover that six and a half. When we when we were on the broadcast last week, the line was at six and a half. Yep. Bucks on the road. And I'm telling you, those home dogs. I've yeah. been all year I've been on the home dogs. Now Buccaneers won the game. They did win the game. In yeah. Overtime. So if you have the money line, you're all right. But yep. uh that spread never hit. I just can't believe that Tom Brady can't put up more points than that. It seems like they had so many ch- chances to win that game in regulation and kind of jump on that Cardinals defense. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't understand how that how that didn't happen. But, uh, yeah, I, I called that one wrong, and hopefully he does it again against my Panthers this week. Yeah, just kind of chokes again. Yep. But uh, – it really just never got anything going. It was an ugly game. It was. 19-16 uh, in overtime. Trace McSorley. I forgot that guy even existed out Penn of Penn State. State. And I said on the broadcast, I'm like, whoever's quarterback? We don't yeah. know. Who's we don't know who the quarterback is. It might be Colt. <laughs> it's not Kyler. It's nope. Trace McSorley. And, and Colt McCoy might be back this week, but I don't Let's. I don't care about that. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of fun how we split on that one. Yeah. And another one that we were really high on, Andy, was the, the Kansas City Chiefs versus Seahawks. We kind of thought there might yeah. be a little bit of a fireworks show there. Yep. It just seemed like 
you know, kind of what we said was the Kansas City is probably going to jump out and, you know, kind of control the flow of this game, which is what happened. But we were hoping that the Seahawks could push them a little bit more and get the points. They didn't even sniff that over at 50. No. It uh, was all the way down at 34 points together. So 24-10. Yep. The Chiefs covered, like we said, but uh, it didn't go over. So, uh Chiefs couple hits, couple misses. Yeah, Chiefs did it again. They just got up on them early and just put it in cruise control. Yep. All right, you heard the horn there, so we're up against it. But let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. I've been enjoying the IPA, just the good old IPA. It's solid. What do you got going on? Obviously, the taco, yep, taco base. base. <laughs> every week, every year, every month, it's the best. If somebody wanted to get Jabron the Parlay Pounder a Christmas <laughs> gift, just run on over to the brewery and yep. say, fill them up with Taco Vesa. Give me a growler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome to WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Ann. T class enjoyed by Jabron the parlay. You got it. We're back. We're back. <laughs> All right, we got to get right into this NFL action. But Heck first, yeah. I want to remind everyone we have a YouTube channel. We do. We're also on Twitter. Yep. Get on those social guys because we give out daily picks. Yep. Uh, fun little reels, YouTube reels, short videos. Feature-length videos, all good stuff. We're cashing all. in during the week as Ooh. well, just not on the weekends. Cashing, cashing. Yep. Listen you got to it, it, folks. Listen to <laughs> it. <laughs> all right, well, let's uh, dive into a game where we actually have a lot of fans on yeah, both sides of this for one sure. here in, in our listening area. Um, Broncos versus the Chiefs. Yep. Chiefs are a huge, huge double-digit favorite at home. Yeah. Minus 12 is what I'm looking at. That's a noon kickoff on CBS. Yeah, Andy, and this shouldn't surprise anybody. It's the Chiefs. They're at home in Arrowhead. But they never cover these big spreads. They they will this time. <laughs> oh, God. They will this Here time. Here we go. This is, they're going to make a statement against this Broncos team that <laughs> they should not have any hope against them. My biggest thing here, Andy, is that Patrick Mahomes is – 280 yards away from getting 5,000, which he gets a big payday if he gets 5,000. So I got him right now. The prop is at 275 (laughs) and a half. He is going over that. He's getting at least 280 yards, probably close to 300. They win this game. 31 to 14. And for that daily fantasy stuff, Kelsey will probably have about 100 yards of it at least. That's the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Kelsey sitting at 71 and a half yards for his prop bet. Hit that over on him. Ooh. If Mahomes is having 300, guarantee Kelsey will have more than 70. This is just sad that this is the state of Denver right now where the the only thing to really bet on or look at and have fun with is the player props on the other <laughs> it, side it, for well, a just blowout. Is. It just <laughs> is. You can't talk about any scoring whatsoever from the Broncos. Yeah. I think I'm giving them a little bit too much, giving them two touchdowns against the Chiefs, yeah. but I just I just feel that when Russell gets in at the end of the game, they they give him a sympathy touchdown, like oh yeah, you're you're Super Bowl guy. Yeah. Here's a touchdown, Jerry Judy with ten seconds to go to lose right. by twenty. That I mean, that's just how that might be. they've been going. So uh, take the Chiefs big here, but go for those prop bets. Uh, there's another really good bet out there: the Kansas City Chiefs total points over twenty nine and a half. I think that will hit as well. Boy, that's right on it. I got them scoring at least thirty points in this game, just okay. because. Mahomes needs those stats. Yeah, I, I like that too. Kansas City in a big way. And you know, traditionally, once a team fires a coach, 
uh, Nathaniel yeah. can't hack it. Yep, is gone. He's gone. Um, now you, Russell's the coach. Now Russell's the coach. Oh boy, <laughs> let's ride. <laughs> Let, let's ride. Let's ride, Denver. Let's, let's ride. ride. Let's go to church. <laughs> yeah. Um, but usually when that happens, the troops kind of rally and, sure. and they'll they'll pull off the victory for the interim coach at least cover. I don't see that happening because I don't think the boys like Russell Wilson. No, they only got rid of half the equation here. They're all they're all out on it right now. Yeah, I just I saw so Jerry Judy came out and said something you know not so great about Russell. Oh. Randy Gregory got fined five hundred dollars for punching a guy. Obviously, <laughs> shout out Nebraska boy. Uh, he was suspended a game. They appealed it. He is back. Yeah, in, he is just back. Fifty in the grand game. is yep. all. Yep. yep. So he's back, yep. uh, looking to punch somebody else this weekend. So yep. Well, <laughs> good, good for Randy Gregory. I'm glad he matured once he left Nebraska. There. <laughs> yep. We. He was who we thought he was. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to yeah. your Panthers let's going go. on the road here. That's yep. another twelve o'clock kickoff on Fox. Panthers versus the Buccaneers, and the Bucks are a three point home favorite. Ooh, divisional game. A lot of everything's riding on this game, Andy. Both the <laughs> Panthers and the Buccaneers' playoff hopes are in the balance yep. of this game. They are. Nobody thought when they fired Matt Rule after an 0-4 start that we, we'd sit in here, if we win, we're in. If yep. we're in, we're in. Nobody would have thought that after getting rid of Matt Rule, getting yep. rid of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, they were so dead. The, Ca- the Carolina Panthers yep. battled back in a big way with a running game and a solid defense. So I like the Panthers plus three here. I think they mm. win the game outright, mm. though. So I'm going with that money line bet. <laughs> A plus two hundred right now. Mm. Go Panthers. Well, you're 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 wrong. <laughs> T- Tampa Bay, I think, is going to win this game at home. I mean, okay. this is this is Tom Brady. Uh, it is pretty amazing what Carolina has been able to do. Everyone left them dead, you know, uh, for dead there, especially when they got rid of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, it just looked like, look, guys, we're we're packing it in. Yep, uh, we're we're jocking for uh, draft status next year, and that that really wasn't the case. And oh wow, you know, we've talked about this a couple of times now. When a team decides to run the ball, yeah. control the clock, and has a solid defense. For sure. Wow, they start winning games. The Even- game goes faster. You don't give as many opportunities to the other team. Yep. It's 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 an old way of thinking in football, but it does work when it comes down to it. Wow, even at the professional level, right. if you run the football and play good defense, you can win games. <laughs> yes, I sir. I never would have thought that. Now, now, all joking aside, Andy, the best bet of this game, I believe, is that under. It's sitting at 40 and a half right now. Um, the the Buccaneers just do not score a lot of points. No, they no they cannot. They cannot score. No. Uh, you know, on top of that, the Panthers are also averaging just nineteen point six yeah. a game uh, points a game in their last five road games. Buccaneers offense has been disappointing more often than not all season. Given that, it's going to be a, a relatively low score. I think yeah. probably you know seventeen to yeah. thirteen game, yep. seventeen to ten game, whichever way it falls. Right, right. So I really like that under forty bet. I, I totally agree with you on that one, Jabron. And yep. I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers win this one. Let's it's go. just a lean. It's just a lean for let's me go. to Tampa Bay. All right, let's move on to the afternoon game. Yeah, that is Vikings Packers. Another Woo. one with a lot of. We have a lot of fans out yes. there uh, for both of these teams. That's a three twenty-five kickoff on CBS. Packers. The Packers are a three and a half point favorite, wow. and they have a losing record. While they're hosting a divisional foe who's sitting at twelve and three, it's what, crazy. Well, yeah, well, what's going on here? What, yeah. what am I missing? Yeah, I mean, many NFL fans, just like you said, had this game circled as a potential blowout 
yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah. That was before the Packers won three straight games against the Bears, Rams, and Dolphins to get back in the playoff fixture. This one could go either way. As players, Wills will win or be tested in Wisconsin's cold weather up there. Lambeau Field provides a noticeable home field advantage, one of the best in the National Football League. Uh-huh. You know, all the cushy guys up in Minnesota with the brand-new dome, Viking ship like up there. Place. I like it. I, it's very nice. Uh, <laughs> quarterback Kirk Cousins averages... 270 passing yards and owns a six uh, to three touchdown to interception ratio in three games at this storied stadium. So I am on the Vikings to win this game. Boom. I'm going with the money line. I think they win outright. Don't don't need any points. I I think they're going to win. Well, I'm gonna, I'm taking the points. I'm there taking those three and a half points. I like that as well. And I mean, it's the Vikings. That's their deal. They win close games. Yep. So give me those three and a half points. I'll take that and I'll be happy. What do you think of the total at 48? Yeah, Andy, uh, it's right there. It's right there. Yeah. Uh, I have yep. the Vikings winning this 28-24, to 24, so that would go over. Go. Uh, the Vikings have already set an NFL record by earning 11 wins in one possession games this season. Uh, I, I really, I really like that to go over. I really do. Okay, and that might that might be your 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 best bet. Yeah, or I, I like the points. Uh, Minnesota, they they've been Minnesota plus points is a very good yeah. bet. Probably yeah. one of the best all weekend, especially if you can get it uh, at a field goal or even a little bit more than a field goal. You got that big there yeah. at three and a half. So I like that. Even like if the, the Packers win with a Crosby field goal, you're still covering. So I really like the points bet, but I think Minnesota wins this outright. Nice. On the road, yep. just crushing the Packers' dreams. <laughs> Ooh, you got it, a lot it just of people seems the Packers have been there. winning games, but they've all been low-scoring affairs. It was weird with Min- uh, Miami, Miami last week. They shouldn't have won. Right, yeah. Tua goes out, uh-huh. uh, not having a great game. The other two games, they're they playing got- against Baker Mayfield on his third team of the year. Uh, the other game was... Bears. The Bears. He owns the he Bears, owns, so it doesn't he, matter. He we literally already has yeah, we got that. stake yeah. shares in the Bears. <laughs> so, no, I, I, I believe this is going to be a true test of the Packers' will to get in the playoffs. Minnesota Vikings win this one. Book lock it. Lock it up. Lock book it up. All righty. Let's move on to Sunday night yeah. on NBC. That's a 7-20 kickoff. Steelers heading on over to Baltimore. Another divisional game. These Just are fun. Just a lot of fun These games. These are fun games. Coming down to the wire. Uh, yes. Two and a half. Yeah, Ravens. two and a half. Ravens. I believe they have this picked right, but geez, I what a good slate of games we're talking about yeah, here. Yeah. The yeah. only reason I give them the slight favorite is because they're at home, and the Steelers just seem like they can't. They can score, but they yeah. can only score when they need to score. Right. So, well, and it's a young quarterback, right? It is. It's it is. Kenny Pickett, it rookie is. year. He's doing good things, but he still makes rookie mistakes. He yeah. He's not. He hasn't had a complete game yet without. Doing some goofy things. If the Ravens had Tyler Huntley under center for this game, I really think the Pittsburgh Steelers come in here and win this game. Lamar Jackson is supposed to be back under center this week. Right. They need to get right before the playoffs. I got the Ravens 19, Steelers 13. And I think, uh, yeah, he's listed officially at questionable right now. Yes. Um, but this is the game I think they circled back when they started, when they put him on Rehabbing. the IR. Yeah. yeah. They're like, we, we need him for this. This game. We yep. need to get right before the playoffs. What better way yep. to do it? AFC North matchup, cold weather. 
up in Baltimore. Give me the Ravens. I, I, I Once again, I don't know what's going on with this one, but uh, I agree with you. I think the two and a half is really good for yeah. uh, Baltimore. I think they can win by three here. Pittsburgh, this isn't this isn't the old Steelers that, that everyone's used to. Yeah. You know, uh, when Big Ben had that run. Just airing it out. Yep. Nope. They yep. play really, really good defense. Mm-hmm. They run the ball, and yep. then Pickett tries to get a couple passes late in the game to Pickens and uh, – and- it, it, it works sometimes, and we and we talked about yeah, it works sometimes. And we talked about Baltimore's injuries. Pittsburgh has a lot of injuries they do. as well, especially on the defensive side. Yes, I think there's like four, five, six defensive backs out. It's crazy that 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 affects the team. It re- does regardless, and you're trying to break in a, a rookie quarterback as well. Yep, divisional game at home. Give me the Ravens. What about this over under? So low at 35. And uh, Andy, I'm thinking it's going to be right there. If I had to lean, I would go with the under. This should be a hard hitting battle. Yeah, one in the trenches. I look for it to go low. Maybe not 35, but if yeah. I had to bet on it, I would go with that under. Yeah, I I probably am going to have to agree with you again there as we hear the horn signaling we are up against yep. it. Um, but I, I, I think so, too. The, could, this could easily be 24 to 10 type of deal, and then you, yep. that, that gets me there. That's at 34. Um, so I like the under. Um, majority of the money, only 54% of the money is betting the over, so they yeah. probably got that one picked. Just about right. For sure. All right, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is Play Action Pools, as they are revolutionizing group hosting platforms. Make it your new spot for all your football and NBA basketball contest needs. Play today at playactionpools.com. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome to WTL. Where's the line, everybody? I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron. The Parlay Pounder. You got it. All right, we talked so, some NFL. Yeah. Let's talk some bowl games. Heck yeah, let's, the let's, big bowl games. Some college college football here. And yeah. Let's start with one of the bigger brands out there, um, Alabama. Yep. <laughs> taking on Kansas State. Where Kansas State is a six and a half point dog. That's an eleven o'clock kickoff for the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Yeah, Andy. Uh, these teams have reached this bowl in two very different ways. Yeah. Alabama entered the season touted as the SEC championship contender, yet failed to live up to those ex- expectations due to a yep. few close losses. K State was not originally seen as a Big Twelve threat, yet no. uh, proved everyone wrong week after week. Momentum is key. Magic, a little T magic. Yeah, well, a magic, a <laughs> magic. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, momentum is key, and at this point in the season, the Wildcats have it. They are expected to have zero opt outs, meaning their stellar defense will be ready to go against this Alabama team that is supposed to have record-high opt-outs for the NFL. Alabama has lost three of its last four Sugar Bowl appearances, so I am going to back the Kansas State Wildcats in an upset 27-24. Go Cats. You know, I heard a little bit about this, how many players are opting out, and it's Alabama, so a lot of coaches are looking at different jobs, the coaching carousel. Uh, And the Wildcats, they're on a high, man. Uh, they they won that Big Twelve championship game. Yep, that was fun. Uh, our boy, shout out Micah. Yep, shout him out. <laughs> I mean, he everything he, he called said. it. <laughs> he, he was home. He was a homer, but the homer works sometimes. But like you, what what you're alluding to, Andy, fading Alabama in big games is always a risky move. Yes, it is. Uh, which you know makes him 
making this, uh, you know, a huge bet or whatever, I would still lean towards the under in this game as my best bet of the game. Okay. Each of those, uh, I just don't think that Kansas State's going to win this game by keeping that total low for Alabama, yeah. and Alabama's defense isn't going to let K-State just go willy-nilly. So I, I really think it's going to be under that 54-and-a-half uh, or whatever you can get it at right now, 56 in some places. So shop that around, get it as high as you can, and bet that under. Alabama could have six or seven defensive players opt out. Correct. And it'd just be replaced with six or seven other five-star guys. <laughs> right. The, so there's not going to be that big of a right. drop-off. But there is going to be a drop-off, uh, and six-and-a-half is a lot of points there. Yeah. And as you said, if it's not if it's not prime time, if it's not the champion championship type of deal, Alabama's been able to drop a few games over the past few years. Yeah. Oh man, that's just tough for me to bet against Bama, <laughs> even though they that both of these teams have ten wins. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh, so if very I had a lean, ten wins. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very different. So if I had a lean, why not Kansas State? Give me the points there. Yeah. We'll Six and a half points. Take it to the bank. Like I said, I'm looking at that plus two hundred five money line. Best bet of the game is under that fifty six point total. I think it's going to be a low scoring affair. There we go. Come on, Wildcats. One more time. <laughs> One, One more, more time. time. All right. Let's talk about another squad of yeah. Wildcats. Iowa Hawkeyes taking on the Kentucky Wildcats, where the Kentucky Wildcats are a two-point dog. That's the Music City Bowl in Nashville, 11 o'clock kickoff on ABC. If I was going to win this game, Andy, it's got to get that defense back in line. (laughs) Before it's lost to the Huskers, shout-out Huskers, the Hawkeyes had only allowed 13 or fewer points in four straight games. In fact, their scoring defense ranks sixth best in the nation, only giving up 15.5 points per game. Uh They're also allowing the seventh-fewest total plays per game as well. So... um, yeah, they really shoved around South Dakota State. The, <laughs> meanwhile, Kentucky's <laughs> offense has been far more con, uh, far from consistent. I, I just really like the Iowa Hawkeyes to kind of uh-huh. play this one out, win but, by a field goal. I'm expecting yeah. Iowa to rely on its defense to slow yeah. down and frustrate Kentucky, leading to another low-scoring win. Best bet. Take the Hawkeyes with the points. If you're just looking at the number, these two teams mirror one another. Both seven and five, uh, seven and five against the spread are the Hawkeyes. Yep. Eight and four against the spread, uh, Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, I do think it's a fascinating game um, in that Kentucky's going to want to move the ball. Yes, they're going to want to move the ball. And Iowa, what are they good at? Or they're traditionally their strength has been their defense and taking the ball away yep. and pounding the rock and speeding up games. So and, I really like yeah. Iowa to keep this. Score low and uh, to win the game. And to win the game. It's a low total. 31? Yeah, no, I'm not. I don't think I'm going to touch the under here, Andy, just Uh because that can be reached. I just like the Iowa Hawkeyes to grind this one out and win by a field goal late. That would cover that spread. And I'll go out on a limb here. I kind of like the over. Yeah. I I think um, bowl games are kind of zany. Things happen at the end. You know, we we saw that last night with Kansas, Arkansas. Like, where'd all those points come from? Just, (laughs) they came late and they came a lot. Those overtimes. But no, like I said, Andy, I have Iowa winning this 20 to 17, which would go over that 31 total. So go with the Hawkeyes. Guys, go with the over. I like it. All right. Well, we can agree on that. We can go ahead and agree. We don't have to disagree all the time. There you go. All right. So, Music City Bowl. Uh, check it. Check it down for weather. Check it down. All right. Let's uh, let's get to the main event here. Yeah. All right. And let's start with the afternoon game, a three o'clock kickoff on ESPN, the Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, Arizona. Yeah. 
The Horned Frogs of TCU taking on the Wolverines of Michigan. Wolverines, a heavy favorite here, seven and a half. Yes, these two powerhouses going up against one another in the Fiesta Bowl. TCU's offense has been one of the most explosive in Uh, the country, averaging over 40 points a game and 473 yards per game. Max Duggins, Horned Frogs are a handful for any defense. Yes, even Michigan. Duggins doesn't care. He'll lay it out there. He'll figure it out. He will. We we saw that a couple times this year. We have, and people have been underestimating them every single game this season, and it took a really, really good Wildcat uh, Kansas State Wildcat to bring him down. So, And that's just one game. However, the Wolverines are one of the few teams – like we said, equipped to match them on the defensive side of the ball. The Wolverines are so good on defense. TCU showed some of its weakness in that Big 12 game, and Michigan should control, I think, throughout this contest. Give me Michigan 35, TCU 23. I like Michigan as well. Um, And TCU, the best, the best defense they have faced all year long was Texas's. Yeah. And Texas... 50th, 51st right. in the nation. I yep. mean, nothing to write home about. Right. Good, solid, whatever. But this is nothing like Michigan. What's Michigan right now, number three or number two? Yes. Y- you know, overall defense. Um, I just think, I don't care if it's Duggins or whoever, they are going to have a heck of a time trying to move the ball on this Wolverine uh, defense. And I also think it's going to be a short game. I, I think uh, Michigan's just going to grind it out. They do. Uh, they're just going to pound the rock with multiple running backs. They're not going to show their hand. I do think they're going to keep a few of those barnyard plays, trick plays in their back pocket. So yep. I think it's going to be a, a short game, a physical game, and it's just going to be, I think, the Horn Frogs are going to be overwhelmed. I really do. I, I think that's correct, Andy. Um, I, I, do, I do think that that – that Michigan will cover this seven and a half. I I just yeah, yeah. I think they will. So um, that over under sitting right there at fifty eight and a half. I think that probably happens as well. You think so? It'll be pretty close yeah. to it. It'll be pretty close. I kind of like I kind of like the under because I just think Michigan's going to shorten the game yeah. and. Uh, this is a this defense is a different animal, different than anything TCU's seen all year. Right, I like the I really do. I like the under. Okay, you, you you persuaded me. Okay, you so, persuaded me. Well, I mean, I mean, it could even be something like forty-two to whatever seventeen. Yeah, no, I know? got this Michigan thirty-five, TCU twenty-three, which is right there, there at yeah. fifty-eight. So if it's fifty-eight and a half, I would you know. So I'm leaning under a two, I guess. All so, right. There you there, go. There we go. A little persuasion there. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the nightcap. Yeah. This is a big one. This is going to be a lot of fun. 7 o'clock kickoff on ESPN, the Peach Bowl in the ATL. Ohio State taking on Georgia. Yeah, the Peach Powerhouse Bowl is what I'm <laughs> calling it. Uh, I really think yeah. Georgia kind of, you know, got the you know bad end of the stick on the yeah. on the playoff yeah. matchups here. <laughs> I believe that Ohio State probably is the second best talented team in the nation right behind Georgia. I think they're a little bit more talented than Michigan. Obviously, Michigan took care of business against Ohio State. Mm -hmm. It's just funny that Georgia got the draw of one of the most talented teams in college football, but when you just have a four-team playoff, that's what's going to happen. You're going to have to play them at some point. So I know that Georgia's not scared of them or anything, but uh, this is going to be a little bit better of a game than I think the earlier slate. And the reason that this is the nightcap for everyone. uh, You know, a lot of score predictors and different models actually have Ohio State on winning this one. Yeah. You know, by a couple of points. Uh, But Georgia's (laughs) 
favored by six and a half. So when I just see that, that's sometimes where I just got to pinch my nose and and put my faith in all these different cyber metrics that that get yeah. thrown into things. Um, if nothing else, I think this could be a really really good game, and that Ohio State at least they're going to keep it close. Yeah, Georgia's defense isn't the defense that they had a couple of years ago, even last year. No, uh, it's nowhere close. They're vulnerable to big plays. They have been all year. It's just that they've kind of. Uh, Kirby Smart has figured it out. Yeah. Just like Nick Saban. The way to win games is whoever gets to 41st. Yes. Their offense, they're awesome. It's an awesome offense. I'm not so sure about their defense, but I do know about Ohio State's offense. I do. And it's one of the most ferocious. Stroud's going to have a day. CJ Stroud is looking yeah. to push that draft yeah. stock through the roof, yeah. trying to go top 10. This is a perfect chance for him to be the best team in college football. I really like Ohio State to keep this one close. So I am taking those points. That six and a half points for Ohio State. I do think Georgia wins with the field goal late, but I think this might go way under this 62. Way under? Really? Way under this 62 and a half. I got this game ending 27 24 Georgia. Jeez, with all these big playmakers and these offenses? That's the. Oh, everybody's going to be tight coming out. Okay. It's championship. Okay. Everybody thinks that this is probably the championship game, right, right? Because if Ohio State gets against Michigan again, again, it's a different, yeah. it's a different ball okay. game. So, I really like Georgia to win this game late, but I like Ohio State to cover. All right. Well, there's the horn. I, I I'll go with that. I but I, I'm I'm going with Ohio State. They can cover this. Give me those go. six and a half points. I'm with you on that. I might lean towards the over if I had a lean. Yeah. I can I can just kind of sidestep that though. Um, but I think we are in agreement. Okay. Take those six and a half points, Ohio yep. State, because it's going to be closer than that. I believe so. All right, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is the Nebraska Brewing Company. I've been enjoying the Cardinal Pale Ale along with just the regular IPA. Are you just you're just sticking with the Taco Vesa. All year. All year <laughs> long. No, it's it's good. They have so good many beer. good beers. And I have tried multiple of them. Yeah, it's just real. I'm you know All Thursday, right. it's Taco Vesa Day. Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. Welcome back to WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Andy Classen, joined by Jabron Harley Pounder. You got it. And now we got we we got to finish strong. Yes, we've talked bowl games, college. We've talked a little NFL. Uh, let's get into a full NFL slate to finish things up here, and maybe a little bit of parlay action too. I like that. I like where you're at, <laughs> Mr. Parlay Pounder. Dolphins versus Patriots. Patriots yeah. are a three-point favorite at home. That's a noon kickoff on CBS. Where are you at with this one? Both of these teams have been extremely unlucky lately, as the Dolphins have <laughs> lost three straight uh, games by six points or less, yeah. while both of the Patriots' last two losses went down to the wire. Goofy. Goofy, goofy, goofy. <laughs> Miami could be a be at a significant disadvantage if Tua Tagovailoa he's is got, unable out. to suit out. I just don't think he's going to make it. Yep. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, say what you will about him. He'll come in. He's good. Manage the game. Yeah. Probably won't turn it over a lot, but a rusty Bridgewater might be 
enough for the Patriots to get an yeah. upper hand on this one. Belichick will get anything that he can. Uh, I, I I think the Patriots win this one in a close one, twenty-one to seventeen. So you like the covering that three? I do. I think that's probably going to happen as well here. Um, and it's too bad about Tua. It is. But I don't think there's any way, especially what was that, three or four weeks ago where yeah. he really got crushed yep. and he was doing I, that thing I with I just his don't hands. think they should do it. No, and, and I think that's the way Miami kind of is being forced to lean, yeah. you know, whether well, they, they want to play be. him or not. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Uh, yep. They need to be on the side of caution with him. Yeah, and, and both teams <clears throat> have been pretty poor, we'll say, against the spread. Miami in the last 12 games are 4-8. and eight. Well, New England's worse. Yeah. They're one and four against the spread. Their last five games for sure, but just for, giving up. Yep, tight for, spreads. It just so that that Las Vegas game, I can't. Like, <laughs> what were they doing? Just go down, man. Gee, just what? go down. <laughs> uh, but yeah, New England's finding ways to lose, and that's just still kind of shocking. Ever since yep. Tom Brady left, uh, things happen, don't they? They do. What do you think of that total? Forty-one and a half. I think the under is the way to go here. With a strong defense and a mediocre offense, the yeah. Patriots have played in their fair share of low-scoring games. The Dolphins, meanwhile, without Tua, Teddy's not going to yeah. light up the scoreboard. Yeah. I really like the under here as the play. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. And the majority of the money is going in on that under 65%. For sure. You don't see that too often. But I think with the Tua news and uh, these two offenses, I mean, <laughs> New England hasn't been no. that good of an offense either nope. uh, all season. So give give me the under as well. There you go. Should we move on Let's to do back to Las Vegas? Yeah. 49ers taking on the Las Vegas Raiders, where the Raiders are a 10, a 10-point 10 dog. At home, that's a 305 kickoff on Fox. And with with good reason, Andy, with this 10 point, uh, you know, big, you uh-huh. know, spread, yeah. it was only at six points until the Raiders have opted to sit Derek Carr for the rest of the season. He is benched. He is not the starting quarterback anymore. That is why this line jumped so far to 10. I would even say that it might go even further Wow! with the 49ers playing their best football of the year right now. Uh, if it's at 10, I believe the 49ers cover. Yeah. I think they'll probably get up on these guys a little bit early and coast to 28-14 uh, point victory. Yeah, and a starting quarterback, especially like Derek Carr, is worth that is worth that For type sure. of a number, that type of a movement, and it's losing value, and every team has a number. Every team has a number. You know 49ers it. 49ers included, but even at this minus 10, yes. which is wild, uh, San Francisco is getting 86% of the action. That is sharp money. That is public money. Everybody's betting the 49ers, even though they're a 2 <laughs> score uh, favorite on the road. Yeah. To me, Andy, this is just unfair for the Raiders. The San Francisco 49ers are the best defensive team in the entire NFL, yeah. and now you're going to throw a backup quarterback into the trenches and try yeah. and win a game. I just don't see it happening. No. The 49ers are going to turn the ball over early and often and put Brock Purdy in those Purdy situations. Ooh, I see what you did there. I like that. That was pretty nice. Yeah, pretty sweet. Uh, and you're also sending a clear-cut message to your team. Uh, the Raiders are saying, uh, we're putting we're car on. The, yeah, we're folding it up here. We're putting car on the shelf. So what does anyone else have to play for? Exactly. Uh, over under at 41 and a half. It's going to be right there yeah. just because – I mean, the 49ers probably could make it there and get that over, but yeah. I, I just would. I don't like the way that this 
this is kind of outlaying this game right. just because I think the 49ers will get out early, you know, kind of get up kick, by two scores, kick their butt, and just kind of yeah. coast the rest of the way. So I do not like either way of looking at this. If I had to guess, it's going to be, like I said, you know, kind of a 28 to 14 game. So, yeah. So, yeah, you go ahead, sidestep that. You don't have to bet that. Right. Especially there's so many X factors here where uh, a lot of bettors are just like, get me away from this game. Exactly. Just get me away from it. Because you could have a deal where the Raiders, for no reason whatsoever, only <laughs> lose by a touchdown. Right. I mean, it's a, they're at home. And the 49ers don't care. They just yeah. need to win. They yeah. don't care if who yeah. how they beat them. They might take Purdy out. You know, after yeah, half, no doubt you don't about know. it. You don't. You, there's just a and lot McCaffrey of as well. So weird factors going on there. Yep. But I like San Francisco by okay. ten for sure. All right. All right. All right. Uh, and if I had to lean, that's where I would lean as well. Yep. All right. Let's look at another afternoon game here. That's the Jets heading out to Seattle to take on the Seahawks, where the Seahawks are a point and a half dog yeah. to the Jets. That's a three oh five kickoff on Fox. Yeah, I just uh, what, what's going on. I think this is absolutely backwards, Andy. Um, this is insane. This is very insane. I don't know why they keep giving the Jets <laughs> the shake. You know, they had them. Yeah, they had them. You know, dude, it's Mike White. They, <laughs> they had them favored against the Jacksonville Jaguars, which was a mistake last yeah. week. And that, at least yeah. they were at home for that spread. Right, they're going out to Seattle, probably one of the most hostile places to play in all of the NFL. Gino's kind of mad about losing to the Chiefs. They're yep. going to come out and win this game. Give me that point and a half, Seahawks, or just take the money line if you want. They yep. will win this game. I like the plus money as well. Seahawks, 12th man, all that noise. And the Jets are just the Jets. They, yep. that's, they can't get out of their own way. They put Zach Wilson on the shelf. Uh, he got, what, benched at halftime? Yeah. And they said they just straight up said, you're not eligible. We're, we're taking you down. Uh, and Mike White is Good to go, but uh, maybe I mean, come on, like that. That's another thing here. The travel. That's that's a real thing. New York has to go all the way over to Seattle, and who are the Jets to be a point and a half favorite? Yeah. Oh, to anybody at this point. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. No, I, they they the only reason that I can see that they could do this is that the Seahawks defense does not defend the pass well. Mike White was kind of fire burning before he got hurt. Sure. That's the only way that I can see this. You know, even going the Jets' way, but Seattle will lock down in the red zone, yeah. hold them to field goals. Seahawks will get points. Give me the Seahawks, easy. What, what about that total, forty-two and a half? Yeah, I think it's probably going to go under, Andy, uh-huh. just because, I, like I said, I think the Seahawks will limit them to field goals instead of touchdowns. Uh-huh. And you know, the Seahawks aren't world beaters with points, but no. DK. And Lockett will get you know yeah. a couple touchdowns okay. and they they will coast to victory, but I do not think it'll go over forty two and a half. Yeah. So give me that under. Yep, I, I like the under there uh, as well. If I had to have a lean, that's where it would be. Uh, and it was it was a lot of fun for Seattle. Yeah. At the start of the season, for sure. Geno Smith kind of had a resurrection, caught people Pro off guard. Baller. Yep. And and he deserves it. Yeah. Um, but then you know at the second half of the season, which that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Film was out on him. They got a little game study on him, and it's the NFL is a monster. It's it, it, t- it's tough. It caught up to him. It's really tough. Um, but I still think this is a spot where I feel pretty good about Seattle catching that point and a half at yep. home. Yep. It's like bizarro world. I don't know. It is. Take the Seahawks. All righty. Let's move on to the main <clears throat> event here. Yes. That is Monday night on ESPN seven thirty kickoff. The high flying Buffalo Bills taking on. 
Wow, the Cincinnati Bengals and what they've been able to do re- recently. Yeah, this this is definitely the best game of the weekend, Andy. I love it. This could be obviously an AFC Championship matchup. Yep. You know, yep. the Chiefs fans probably not going to like to hear that, but these are two of the best teams in the NFL, if not the two best yep. teams in the NFL right now. AFC uh, stacked. They are my be- my best bet of this game already. I'm just coming out and saying it is taking that over 49 and a half points. <laughs> these two teams are the yeah. two of the best two offensive-minded teams in the NFL, two of the best quarterbacks in the league, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. I am going with the Bills winning this one at a late field goal, either in regulation or in overtime, 31-28. You like Give the, me the Bills. You like the Bills on the road? Give me the Bills. And right now it's basically a pick. Bills are a one-point favorite. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, that's that's where I think it should be. It should be. Um, oh, my God. I hate betting on a, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I figured um, we'd be split on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like the home dog here. Yep. Cincinnati, give me the Bengals. And, uh, you know, what you say sounds good. And it sounds like it makes a lot of sense with that over yes. 49 and a half. But the Bills, and I thought I just looked it up, and I thought this was the way it was. The Buffalo Bills have hit that under nine of the last 13 games. Yep. Now, I get it. They're not always playing an offense like Cincinnati. Yes. But we've seen Cincinnati's offense held in check this year. Yes. Whether it's injuries to receivers or whatever the case may be. We have seen that. And a lot of times you like to say, mm-hmm. oh, these are two good teams. They're going to feel each other out. They're going to grind it away. Yeah. You don't see that for this one. I don't. I just think that everybody's going to be up for this game, Andy. I think yeah. these two offenses are going to be rolling. The total has hit the over in eight of Buffalo's last 11 row games against Cincinnati. So okay, I just think there you that, go. I just think it's a formula of these two teams playing against each other that really stacks the points. It would be the same thing if the Kansas City yeah, Chiefs yeah. was playing either yep. of these two teams. Take the over. It's going to hit 49 and a half, easy money. It's also wild we've seen it all year long when two teams like this get together even if it's a low score at halftime even midway through the third quarter. Yep. That doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. <laughs> they can still. It's just the way they it goes. Can still put those points up. I mean, you, you give Patrick Mahomes thirty seconds, Joe Burrow twenty seconds. It's a touchdown. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. Yep. So okay, fine. You talked me into it. Okay. Let's hit that over. Smack that over. Cincinnati, Buffalo. Come on. Yeah. Let us have it. Okay. You heard the horn there. That means we're up against it. So I guess we're gonna have to let everybody go. Yeah. Uh, but. Mr. Parlay Pounder. Okay. Let's get into it. Okay. I got a four-player prop parlay for us this weekend. If you listen to the whole show, you know that I'm on Patrick Mahomes, over 70, 275 yards passing, take the over. I got Travis Kelsey at 71.5 receiving yards, take the over. I got Evan Ingram for the Jacksonville Jaguars tight end, over 49.5 receiving yards. He has been on fire with Trevor Lawrence, (laughs) has been his favorite target. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence will have about 300 yards passing. 50 of them will definitely go to Evan Ingram. For my last leg, it is Tony Pollard for the Dallas Cowboys. Been on fire lately to go over 52.5 rushing yards. This is easy. Putting 10 bucks on this to win 100. Not a lot to risk. (laughs) You're going to smack it. Oh, I love that. And you you found some gems there. Yeah. And I feel like they're pretty solid bets, too. Love what Tony Pollard's been able to do the past couple years. Uh, I do think old Sunshine has found something in his tight end there with Jacksonville. It's a a lock. And uh, the Chiefs, they're going to stack up some points. There's a lot on the line there. We talked about it earlier. 
early in the show. Yeah, with 5,000 yards looming for Patrick Mahomes, doesn't want to do it next week. He might yep. even want to take the week off next week. Hit the 5,000, hit that pay go. bonus. Go sit on the beach. Ten bucks to win a hundred bucks. I like the odds there. So that will do it for us this week, folks. Be sure to follow us on YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Yes. Receive our weekly, daily free picks, short videos, feature-length episodes for Jabron, the par, lay, pounder. I'm Andy Classen. Thanks for listening. This has been WTL. <laughs>